Hey Legends, and welcome to Season 3, Episode 5 of The Lowdown. Once again, I'm your host, Cheryl Xue, and today I'm here with one of our new hosts that you've yet to hear, Kashmala. Hey Legends, I'm Kashmala, and I'm, uh, it's with an honor that I host my very first episode as I've joined The Lowdown in the fall. So, as um, LOHS TV is broadcasted daily, I'm sure you've all heard of it, and I'm sure, of course, you've heard of the Lowdown podcast, and both of which have grown immensely throughout the years. I mean, yeah, even speaking from my own experience as someone who's been a part of LOHS TV and the podcast for two years, there have been so many changes throughout these, you know, few years, and I wasn't even here since the very beginning. And, you know, LOHS TV and the podcast, as we all know, have become really integral parts of the community and the LOHS identity. I mean, speaking of changes, you might have seen a bit of an LOHS TV upgrade and we even got some new tech, which we are super appreciative of. And we've been having a little fun with it here in the studio. Um, yeah. Uh, in today's episode, we're super excited to have both Mr. O and Mr. Batke in the studio as guests. Um, and us teachers who have really helped to lead and inspire our team. And I'll let you two give a quick introduction about yourselves. Hi, you guys. It's, this is Mr. O. I teach uh, design and photography, and I'm responsible for the uh, announcements in the morning on LOHS TV, as well as the lowdown. And I do some work on the website with Mr. Zhang. Uh, we do the game day live streams in the gymnasium, yearbook with Mr. Fitzgerald. And that, Mr. Backey and I are looking at each other trying to figure out when this list ends. But <laughs> Mr. Backey, uh, I work alongside two lots, obviously, with, with the lowdown. And he's in the studio, too, and in the mornings with LOHS TV. Mr. Backey, tell us what you do here at Lillian Osborne. Hi, everyone. I'm Mr. Backey. Uh, I teach uh, digital music here at the school, which is our electronic music um, production course. I teach computing science. I also teach guitar as well, too. Uh, and uh, yeah, really excited for uh, the show today. Thank you for having me. Mr. Mr. Backey's selling himself a little short here. He, he's also a recording artist. I don't know if anybody listening knows that. Uh, Cheryl and Kashmala, I'm sure you've heard this before, but Mr. Backey... Uh, has produced his own music in the past. In fact, in this episode, the intro music was from Mr. Backey, and you can you can hear some of his stuff. I think it's on bandcamp.com, Mr. Backey. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but Artisan Loyalist is what you'd be searching, and you've been doing that for how long, Mr. Backey? I feel like I'm interviewing, <laughs> interviewing you right now, and I'm uh, not supposed to be, but... Yeah, the, it's been the last 10 or 15 years of doing that, that of that project, but... Um, been doing music for a long time in different capacities, but yeah, artisanloyalist.com is where you can find all my stuff. Yeah. Well, we'll be sure to check out uh, Mr. Backkey's music. And um, as important contributors to our team, we're super excited to feature you both in the studio um, and as guests on this episode. Um, so I want to ask, how has LOHS TV has become such a big thing in our school um, and across the city even? A lot of people know who we are and our identity, and it has a very strong connection to our school. Uh, so, Mr. O, could you explain kind of like how LOHS TV uh, was inspired and how it started and what's kind of like the story or motivation behind it? Well, wow, that's a I could talk all day about that one. Um, 
I think the biggest thing, and we keep saying it every day, and and, and you hear us hear us a lo- uh, saying it on the game day broadcast as well. But without the parent association, uh, none of this would have happened. Uh, we pitched this idea three years ago uh, to the parent association. I can remember where I was. I was in the library. The parents were all in there, uh, looking at me. I had a slideshow presentation ready to explain the goal and where I wanted LOHS TV to go and how we wanted to deliver the announcements to our community and to our student body. And, and I told them how much it would cost and, uh, and they loved the idea. In fact, they gave, uh, gave us more money than we asked for because they loved it so much. And, and I, I have to say, not all, not all schools are lucky to have a parent associate association like we do. And, uh, and that meant we could do this on this big of a scale. So uh, we renovated the studio. We got brand new lights, cameras, teleprompters, screens, uh, switchers, you name it. Um, we paid for it that first year with money uh, raised by the parent association. So uh, it kind of all started three years ago with, with that. But going back even farther in my experience teaching at Vimy Ridge Academy and with our current principal here, Mr. Radmanovich, who was my principal at Vimy Ridge Academy, uh, we started it there, and uh, and Mr. Radmanovich and I both thought we should bring this into Lillian Osborne as well. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember how we used to do the announcements here, but it was all over the intercom into the hallways, and and uh, we'd send a student rushing down to the to the office to to pick up the phone and press the numbers on the phone and, and start the announcements and people would listen in their classroom. So, so it's a little bit more dynamic with how we deliver them now. And, and I think, I think it's garnering a little bit of attention from the community. And I mean, CBC called, we did an interview on CBC, Cheryl and, and Aaron were a part of that. Um, so, and, and schools are calling us. In fact, uh, Mr. Zhang and I, Mr. Zhang, by the way, big part of LOHS TV, Mr. Zhang and I just got called by Dr. Ann Anderson, the brand new school in the South Side here. And uh, they want some help setting up what we're doing here. So um, it's pretty cool to, to, to get those phone calls and for people to lean on us like that. Um, but I will say before I take any of that credit, um, Mr. Sh- uh, Campin over at Page School actually introduced me to this whole idea. They've been doing it for probably 10 to 15, no, I gotta be 15 years now, you guys. They've been delivering the announcements just like LOHS TV uh, from their school. So this is not a new idea that that I came up with or Mr. Backy or Mr. Zhang. This has been been done for a long time in the district and we leaned heavily on, on Mr. Campin over at, at Page to pull this off, so. Yeah, and I remember uh, one of my teachers describing uh, how LOHS TV used to be, um, kind of like on the intercom, and it seems like quite a shock because it's come such uh, a long way, and now we have green screen and a much larger team. Uh, So it's clearly been a huge success, and the podcast was definitely a little bit more recent than LOHS TV, but it's been a great success so far. So, Mr. Backy, could you explain a little bit about um, our lowdown? Yeah, so the lowdown, that name comes from uh, Mr. McNally, who is a retired teacher from Lillian Osborne. Um, and so we give credit to that, uh, that great quip he had there. But um, that began um, in basically the beginning of the pandemic, was uh, our our students, uh, Ryan, Hansen, and David, had started the, um, the podcast. Uh, they kind of 
took equipment and we were all at home and, you know, had a bit of teacher guidance in terms of just like, um, you know, just guiding them a bit, but not a lot of um, hands-on help. So a big, huge um, shout out to them for the hard work they did. And so they produced a series of episodes um, that spring remotely from home. And, um, but those students had graduated. And so last year, um, Mr. O and I had talked about wanting to revamp things and, and um, take into a bit of a new direction and, and uh, improve the quality and um, just, you know, establish a caliber of, of a program that we could produce here at the school um, as a voice for our students. And so um, we kind of assembled a small team um, again, you know, like to Cheryl and Ishrath, um, Aaron and Angel, who helped uh, just really kind of get things going, establish a new vision. And uh, we really tried to just, uh, you know, think long and hard about uh, what we wanted it to be and then work really hard towards having a really great um, comeback in terms of uh, what we then established as season two. Yeah, I mean, you know, LOHS TV has very clearly come a long way since the beginning. I know you only mentioned it starting out with a few students. And, you know, just yesterday we had a meeting and it was we had a whole classroom filled with students from our club and all different broadcasts like the morning team, the game day and as well as the podcast. And, you know, Mr. Baki, um, speaking of the podcast, you've really been there to help us out at, you know, all of our recordings and you've dedicated a lot of time to the process. So what has been the most rewarding part about all of it for you? I think for me to see um, a product that we can create in-house that is truly professional um, and has purpose and meaning and impact. Um, I think in a lot of times within education, I feel I feel very strongly about um, doing things that matter and and not just having like we have lots of moments where we we learn and we get a chance to try concepts or work on stuff. But to have that shared common goal is always very satisfying and to see it um, not just come together, but to be to really be excellent is it's always um, very satisfying for me. And just to I think to try and take um, the skills that our staff have. And so I know that um, working with Mr. O and Mr. Zhang and many other staff within our, our, um, our school here who have incredible talent and incredible skills and really wanting to try and, and uh, leverage those skills in order to, yeah, to produce something that is like really going to let the school shine and give students a voice. I think that was the, the, the principal kind of um, goal that we, we felt we had was like we have, um, we have students who, who have stuff to say and and again too it's it's a bit of um uncharted waters for uh for schools even too to have these ways to communicate and so um you know like when with lohs tv it's our, our announcements are daily they're pertinent to our our school community but with the podcast we have that long format uh where we get to really reach out and start to um you know establish an audience or bring in guests that um allow us to tackle bigger issues or things we can't just do in the morning announcements and things that are, um, you know, that need that little extra bit of time. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, that's what I like about the podcast as well. You know, in the mornings, um, we have our broadcasts, which are super important. We get all the important information um, out to the school um, in a very entertaining way. And I think the podcast has been like a really positive extension where, you know, we as students got to explore like our own interests as well and, you know, bring our passions to the table and let that like show in ways that um, we just don't have the capacity to do in the morning broadcast. So, you know, having 
both these areas has really helped to expand the team. And, you know, Mr. O, you've been part um, of LOHS TV since the very beginning. What has been the most rewarding for you? Oh, geez. Well, I mean, the I guess it's an unintended um, rewarding part of LOHS TV is just like the relationships that formed inside this studio, um, which we didn't anticipate would happen. I mean, you mentioned it already, Cheryl, LOHS TV started with three people. Uh, that was Gunta, Sarah, and Kiona, our class president at the time. And and now it's grown to 65, if not a, a few more, actually, with, with game day added to the puzzle. Um, 65 students in the school are part of this little community or club that we that we built and 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 the relationships I, I see that you guys have built uh, being in the studio and turning this into a, a kind of a little clubhouse in a sense where where sometimes you guys meet in here and have lunch and and I hear the laughs happening and the, it's getting noisy and I have to go in there and 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 tell everyone to keep it down but I think that's kind of a cool thing that developed because of LOHS TV. But, but the main goal was the culture this was, was supposed to build in the school and to keep everyone connected. And, and it was kind of a fluke that, uh, you know, the pandemic happened and we already had this piece in place. And it, and it really helped to kind of keep everyone informed when we were learning at home. And, and that wasn't that long ago. In fact, where you guys were turning on your computers in the morning and, and, and your teachers were talking to you through a screen. And, and we could still get the info out to students because, because of LOHS TV. In fact, sometimes we did, Erin, you remember this? Erin's in the studio over here, one of our content producers. She, uh, they, did a, they did a broadcast from home at, at one point. Do you remember that, Erin? And, and uh, I remember... A couple students did a special special broadcast from home and and filmed some stuff and put something together for YouTube. But I think I think those little things that popped out on you know that we didn't anticipate are are the most rewarding piece of of LOHS TV. I think. Um, yeah, and I think uh, just to add on to that, during the pandemic, as an online student myself, I didn't have uh, much access to what was going on in my own school that I was connected to. Uh, but I remember the Mandarin broadcasts from home and LOHS TV was very resilient during this time, despite the uncertainties and mm -hmm. delivering information to students like flawlessly. And it was very accommodating of our many students that were online. Um, so I know that with every sort of club we have here, there's challenges to be overcome. Um, and I think in relation to the podcasts, they're like, it seems to be very flawlessly put together. I used to be a very uh, avid listener to the podcast. Um, but what do you think was one of the biggest challenges that you had to face um, in the whole process of creating this podcast and how did you kind of overcome it? I'll let Mr. Backy talk about this in a sec, but I think the logistics of, of putting anything like this together, LOHS TV or the lowdown, um, the Mandarin piece, the game day piece, uh, it's the logistics that, that we have to iron out to make all this happen. In fact, right now we're doing the podcast live in our LOH, well, in our LOHS TV studio, not live, it's being recorded, but, but this studio can turn quickly in 
to a live streaming studio, into a podcast studio, into a photography studio where students can just come in here, turn it on and start recording. So I think ironing out those logis logistics right off the bat are one of the most important pieces. Um, and then, and then it's after podcast, podcast doesn't, you know, end as soon as we shut, you know, this, the stream off here or the recording off, uh, there's lots of stuff that goes into that. Mr. Backy, you can talk about Rena and behind the scenes and Kevin at the helm here, uh, pressing, pressing his buttons on the switch on the brand new switchboard. I'll say that right now, Mr. Backy. Yeah, I think just, um, in any form of communication, like when something is, is really good, it, it takes a lot of work for it to not appear that way, <laughs> like for it to feel kind of transparent. Right, and yeah. so I think that was uh, from the outset of, of especially last year, trying to re-envision the podcast in um, all the preparation to do in terms of how to get questions together, how to, you know, get, procure, procure guests and, and um, you know, get all that stuff. But in a technical sense too, like, um, you know, setting up all the equipment and and then the mix down so i i spent some time last year um establishing some like uh, some presets and posts and getting a certain template together uh that we've been using and rena's been using that with great success this year um so for for me it's been slowly um like handing you know everything over to students which is our ultimate goal you That's know right, that like yeah. we we want to take the things that we know how to do and we can bring to the table and then you know um, in a sense, like apprentice our students to, to learn those skills. I think the big challenge is like all of the little details that, um, yeah, coming down to like how to write questions, how to, uh, how to keep someone engaged, how to, uh, gain stage a microphone and how to equalize and compress the sound, you know, mm -hmm. like all those things in, in terms of after the, after the fact, like, um, and making sure things are consistent and that there is that, that standard of excellence, uh, established um, that for sure was like it's a it's an uphill uh, process but once we um, have those systems in place and those routines it becomes that much easier because everyone is familiar just like LOHS TV in the mornings everyone is familiar with their role mm. what they have to do and then it is kind of rinse and repeat for a while which is really the best part because then we get to focus on the content being great and not just you know fixated on the technology yeah I mean I just got goosebumps when you're talking, Mr. Backy, because when I walk into the studio in the morning for LOHS TV and, you know, there's 12 to 15 students in here and they all know exactly what their job is. Cheryl, you can touch on this as a, one of the directors of LOHS TV as well. Um, but it's just amazing to walk in here in the morning and, you know, they're editing the script, the teleprompters, the producers are developing buffers and the graphics that are going to pop up and, you know, the anchors are coming in, they're getting mic'd up and, and, and Mr. Backy and I, or Mr. Zhang can be in here, but it's just kind of a seamless, uh, machine that's, uh, that's evolved, you know, and, and it's kind of. A, a proud teacher moment when we see those things happen and then and then I go sit in my chair in the classroom and watch it live in the morning for the for the next five minutes and I'm like can you can you can you believe you have to ask yourself can you believe that this is a group of students that are that are doing something so big and so important for the school you know we're 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 delivering the announcements the 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 announcements from from admin basically right we're an arms arms length away from admin and admins trusting this group of students to deliver these messages 
um, without, you know, without any uh, supervision, basically, uh, they're trusting that, right? And, and of course, Mr. Backy and Mr. O and Mr. Zhang, talking in third person, no? Um, are responsible for that and, and getting students trained and in the right mind frame to make sure that this is a mature spot to, to behave and we have to deliver the announcements in the right way. And, and so that's kind of a cool thing to see, like these are adults now, right, that are, that are taking on this responsibility and that, that's, that's a pretty rewarding piece of the puzzle too, I think. And students with exceptional skill, you know, I think that's what we realize is like, we're so lucky to get to work with all of you. We really are. And we yeah. really feel that. And so, um, you know, just that we have the, the, the means and the ability to reflect what our students can do, uh, is, is, is truly rewarding. Mm. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, like Mr. O, you were talking about, um, LOHS TV morning broadcast and, you know, like hearing it from an outside perspective, you know, as someone who's here, um, a lot of the mornings, like, I don't really think about how it like comes off to mm -hmm. other people. If you walk in the studio, you know, uh, I think like a lot of us are so used to the routines that we just come in and, you know, we do our job and we're like, oh, this isn't a big deal at all. But like, you know, it truly is a very well-oiled machine mm -hmm. when you really take a step back um, and, and look at it from um, a bit further because everyone is doing their jobs. And, you know, from the classrooms or from wh wherever you're watching, it might look pretty easy. You know, we're just in front of a camera speaking, nothing hard. But mm -hmm. in reality, we have like a bunch of people behind the scenes who are, you know, like producing, directing, right. doing the sound and everything. And sometimes I look at the uh, producer computer and I don't even know what's <laughs> happening on that screen. That's so right. it, it really is like very impressive that, you know, all of this happens simultaneously. That's right. And and people watching in their classroom or even the parents at home that are, that are tuning into LOHS TV in the morning don't get to see that piece, right? They don't know that it took an hour to prepare this five minute, five minute broadcast. And, and uh, I think that's, that's kind of a cool thing that's behind the scenes that that we get to celebrate in, in LOHS TV. We know how much work has gone into it and we know, you know, how much practice you guys have had and how many reps you've had to get to this point. So um, that 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 was kind of the point of of that behind the scenes camera right there where where at the beginning of the broadcast, the directors talk a little bit. And, and at the end of the broadcast, we can all wave at that camera if we want. But it gives kind of a, a quick glimpse into the behind the scenes of of LOHS TV and and how, you know, I'll use the word complicated, how complicated it is to put together. But like Mr. Backy said, we have exceptional, exceptional students that are putting these broadcasts together. And, and uh, we're pretty darn lucky to have you guys, uh, you know, doing this with us. So I'll say that. Yeah. And, you know, I'll say on behalf of all the students, like, you know, this club is like a really tight knit community. And it's really nice that, you know, we're all lucky enough to be at a school where we have access to all of this. You know, we mm -hmm. we have the opportunity to walk into the studio, pull down these super cool mics mm -hmm. or walk in and make a really great broadcast. And, you know, it, it all like does come together really nicely. And there's a lot of effort put into it that, you know, a lot of people might not realize at first. So it's nice to like have this little, you know, behind the scenes look into LOHS TV and the podcast, because truly, you know, 
um, myself and everyone else that I work with, like I see how much effort and how much they care about this as mm -hmm. well. It's not like no one's really here because, you know, this is something to put on their resume or That's anything. Right. Everyone's yeah. here because they really do enjoy being here. That's right. Mr. Back, you've never had to chase anyone down to get them into the studio. Have you? No, I can't. I mean, no. it's been three, three years now, a little over three years, but, uh, I've, I mean, with the exception of some people coming in late in the mornings, but uh, I won't go there. But we never have to chase anybody to get in here. And, and, and let's re let's remember that none of this is curricular driven. This is all just a club. Students don't get credits for doing the lowdown or the pot or the LOHS TV announcements in the morning. Um, so that's that's a pretty cool thing to celebrate too. That that this has became a club that that students are really proud of and and like being in here. So. Yeah, and I know, um, you know, like through all this effort, it really has all paid off, right? Like people are able to see this really nice um, final product put together. And a lot of schools um, are really inspired by what we do, right? We're kind of um, very much a role model or like an exemplar in the community. And um, because it's such a great opportunity, also other schools are also, you know, looking into doing the same thing and, um you know, branching out and trying new ways to communicate with the students and trying to shift to like a TV broadcast. And I know um, people from like other schools who listen to our podcast for a sense of, you know, inspiration for their own that they might be wanting to start up. So, you know, Mr. Backy, how does it feel when you see other schools trying to do the same thing with um, the podcast or with LOHS TV? How does it feel that, you know, everything that we've done here, like people really do look up to that? I think it feels um, it's rewarding, but I think just like reassuring because I, I know Mr. O and I and Mr. Zhang and Mr. Fitzgerald, a lot of us talked about um, the things we do. And, you know, when you're trying new things, um, it is a risk. And especially when in a traditional sense, it, like Mr. O had, you know, highlighted that if the announcements are just over the intercom and that's the way it's been done at many schools, like when we were in high school, you know, that's that's all we had uh, for the most part. And so if things are just done that way and those, um, the kind of rules don't change or the understanding and the, the agreement or the, uh, the the kind of coding of, of how we act in school and what we do and, um, you know, these spaces and how we respond here, when we start to encroach upon these, these new ideas or concepts, especially with communication and Mr. O, I think, you know, nicely put that, that, you know, we have that, that trust from administration. We are a voice for our school and our community, but it is the unknown where, um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, you know, what we felt too is like when we um, were talking in the aftermath of, of say like the George Floyd murder and, you know, seeing the, the response from our students and the lowdown was already, um, established by this point uh, in the first season. I believe that was first season. But the the resounding message we got from students was like, we want to talk about topics. We want to have a voice um, or have an extension of those things and not feel like it's just um, it, it, those things don't become tangible or, or constructive or um, accessible. And so what we realized too is like, you know, the point and the message of, of this kind of programming allows us to tackle bigger things. And so when we've talked, you know, in, in connection with 
um, our student solidarity community and, and aligning our goals with, with, with what they are um, working on and developing and, and growing every day. It just felt like um, just the right fit. And then to see that response is always very reassuring because I think, yeah, we always want to make sure we're doing the right thing um, in terms of like allowing the right opportunities, but not, um, yeah, having it, having it be authentic and it be uh, a, a way that students, especially in our, our day and age currently, have the way that they can express and they can be a part of something and be a part of a community um, to produce this content. I think, yeah, I think that's why where the attention is coming from. Other, other students at other schools are seeing the opportunities you guys are getting here you know, uh, communication-wise, whether it's the Lowdown or LOHS TV, and they're reaching out to their teachers or their admin and saying, hey, do you think we have the money to pull this off or do we have the resources uh, to pull this off? And and I think that's that's a testament to, to what you guys are doing, right? It's uh, you guys are getting the attention, uh, you know, and, and people are knocking on our door asking us how we're doing it. And, and, and that's awesome. Don't get me wrong, but but... I'll go back to what I said before. We didn't we didn't invent this wheel. This is this has been around for a long time. In fact, uh, shout out to to a few teachers at Vimy Ridge Academy. They they did the podcast or a podcast first. In fact, I think they might have been the first in in the district to to do a podcast. And that's Mr. Fix, Mr. Rollheiser, Mr. Faulkner. They they started Vimy Air over there. That can be found on or on Spotify as well. But um. That's happening all over the district. We just, we just got to jump, mm -hmm. jump on it. And again, the parent association uh, helped a lot with that. And 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 people or schools, I should say, uh, maybe don't have those resources to jump in with all their feet right now. They they have to go slowly. And 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 that's kind of where we're helping along when that when that phone calls or that phone rings, I should say, and they're asking for help or how we did this. Uh, that's kind of when where we come into play and celebrate. Wow, we, we. I guess this is important. This is something big that that the students are a part of here and that they built and 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 that's that's pretty cool to to hear those things around around the district and and to be kind of a a leader in that. I guess you could call it an industry in well, and in, in education school, you know. too. It's that's like right. in things, you know, your high school experience looks very different than my experience mm -hmm. or Mr. O's. That's and right. I and I always yeah. I draw upon that a lot where. Um, that is always an, a, a point of inspiration for me to try and provide opportunities for students that I didn't have mm. and not to be like sour grapes. Like I didn't get to do this cool mm. stuff. Why you guys are so lucky. <laughs> Why did you do like uh, that? That's not, <laughs> that's a non-starter there, but it's like, I, I, I know that feeling of like, you want to connect or everybody wants to belong. Everybody wants to have their place, you know? Mm. And so um, I th when I reflect now as a teacher, I realize maybe a lot of my teachers or my school didn't have the capacity to do it, mm -hmm. or they didn't have like the the framework or the that leg up. And so I I think I definitely look back a lot more like um, and I'm a lot more understandable about that as a teacher myself and knowing when I only have have so much I can offer or have so much time or so much energy, but. Um, we just really want students to have an experience that is like memorable and authentic and um, yeah. And, and with progressive technology that just looks very different than um, in previous years. And so to, to work through this together and um, 
have a result that is like is growing and is is excellent is um really inspiring for us um and i'm sure that uh you've inspired a wide uh community of schools to take the lead as students it's not just um other schools kind of like replicating what we've done it's more so of them uh realizing how much they can do for the community through teamwork and i'm sure this process of being that role model uh, for students to realize this has instilled a great sense of pride um, it's a great accomplishment to be able to inspire schools uh, and students in this way uh, and i'm sure anyone that's been a part of this experience can speak to how amazing it's been yeah, I mean, like for myself, it's been such an amazing community. First of all, like I came into high school in the middle of a pandemic, mm -hmm. right? So connecting with a lot oh. of students was was pretty hard, right? Mm -hmm. And I came from a pretty small junior high, so it's not like I just knew everyone. As shout soon out as your I junior high, home. Cheryl. Oh, I went to Grandview. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out that's, to Grandview. That's the time to do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, you know, I came here and you know, a lot of clubs were put on hold at that time, right, because of the pandemic. However, you know, LOHS TV was still going on. And, you know, I've always really liked being involved in the community and, you know, meeting new people, especially in high school when, you know, your world opens up a bit more since junior high and being able to do that when so many other things were put off and after being isolated for so long was really nice. And, you know, it was it was really nice to find like a sense of community and a lot of my friends from LOHS TV and just to be involved in the school. That's right. Yeah. Well, I'll go back to the pandemic and when things were shut down. You're right, Cheryl. This was the only thing that was allowed to happen because of how important it was to getting the messages out to our community and student body and, and to parents. And and uh, that's a pretty cool thing to celebrate. In fact, one of the one of the good things that has come out of the pandemic is we had to cohort LOHS TV uh, when that happened, meaning we had we had to have a Monday team, a Tuesday team, a Wednesday team, Thursday, etc. Uh, in case uh, one of the teams had to be sent home in quarantine and, and we wouldn't have that team and then we'd have to, you know, put something together for that Wednesday if it if it did happen on Wednesday. But we still use that that team system uh, today. And it's it's kind of a, a funny thing that we didn't even anticipate we needed, but it, it is kind of a cool little thing that, that we put in place where every day has a different team coming in and you know you're on the Monday team and Cheryl, you're on a couple different teams. So you're coming multiple times during the week, but it kind of made it easier for, for students to schedule their time in the studio, right? So that's, I guess, one of the good things that, that has come out of that. Uh, speaking of good things, uh, Mr. Batke, do you want to uh, touch on why you think LOHS TV and the podcast is so important um, and why you think it's important, not just in a general sense, but also for the student experience uh, to partake in more leadership roles uh, in our environment? Yeah, again, I think it's about community and um, the opportunity to uh, it, this is already mentioned too with the team mentality, but to, to work on something, have a common goal. And um, I know Mr. O and I, you know, talk about this sometimes when things are outside of the classroom, you know, and so um, even having my own students here present part of this recording and we're not in a classroom setting. Mm -hmm. For me, that's always very enjoyable because it's not like, yeah. 
okay, I'm the teacher and I got to tell you the rules and you got to like, I really like that we can, mm-hmm. um, we can take that structure away. And there is that, um, everyone is on the same kind of level playing field. And, you know, we, we le- as teachers lean heavily on you students to, to guide the episodes and take it where it needs to go. And that's always such a joy. Um, and to build that connection and those build that rapport together in a way that's not based on grades. And it's not based on some sort of like, like the, um, the structures of the classroom, which, which, uh, you know, is, is, is a, a bit loaded sometimes in terms of like what, what we expect. And, you know, when people come to school or they, you know, listen to their teachers, like we just, I always just love that, that we can just work as a team and I can, I can be a team member and do my part and, um, and, you know, plug in where I, I can use my skills just like everyone else here does. Yeah. And, and I mean, Cheryl, you played soccer in there and you're on, you're on speed skating. So you have a little bit of experience being on a team, but some of our students have never been in that environment where, you know, you're in the dressing room or you're at practice and you're yeah, like me. chatting around, Mr. Backy. <laughs> I'm a musician. I'm not a, That's right. I'm not a sports guy. <laughs> well, you could, you could, you could say your band was was a team. I mean, a small team. Yeah, that's, uh, that's right? true. And you guys toured around the States a little bit. And, yeah. Yeah. Mr. Backy, I'm going to put you on the spot. You got to tell us that story. This is kind of off topic, but that story <laughs> that, I mean, Mr. Backy's not only, you guys, he's not only a musician and a recording artist. He also has a modeling career. Oh, shucks. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Backy, you, you got to tell, tell by that this mask that you, I usually wear. You got to tell that story. <laughs> Well, just to not entirely derail this whole yeah. show, like we're trying to tell students to do. Uh, or there was um, a band I used to play in, and uh, my friend who played in this band, his dad had a stock photography company. <laughs> and so th- th- keep in mind, this is like, like uh, this is a, quite a while ago. This is probably about 2004. Um, were any of you born then? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Okay, so this is also that doesn't seem that long ago to me, but also you weren't alive, so maybe this will resonate. That you know, like having a good photographer, it was like like obviously we have you know exceptional photographers here in our team. Um, but Alyssa having some, Frazier, yeah, Alyssa was just yeah. here, you know, Jeez. taking snapping photos, and but having that technology or that ability with someone was was quite rare. And so my my buddy in the band, his dad had a stock photo site. And we needed some band photos. And um, and he's like, oh, I'll take your photos. We'll get you band photos. And then kind of like, you know, we, we had to end up signing these like model release forms. I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, we'll sign this. And yeah. it's like, which actually meant that they could use the photos kind of wherever they wanted to within their site. Um, and so like one example was like we were in like uh, the, the Nate newspaper and it was like, we, we looked like a sad emo band or something. And um it was like the headline is like these boys parked in the wrong spot and got a ticket. You shouldn't do that either. It was like totally out of context. Um, and then one, the the most significant one was uh, I had a, it was a friend of a friend who was, or a, a, you know, kind of an acquaintance was was traveling. Uh, she was traveling in um, in uh, in Thailand, and so she is kind of near the end of her trip, and I think she's on Kyosan Road in in. Um, and coming to this McDonald's and kind of very main touristy part. I was like, Oh, McDonald's, I'm going to go in here and this is going to be great. And then she walked in and it was a picture of the four of us, like airbrushed, like on a wall, like bigger than the green screen in the studio here. Uh, and so she was (laughs) 
quite surprised <laughs> by that. And I had another friend who had traveled um, to the same spot and saw the same photo. And I do have a, they did take a picture of it for me. Um, and so I randomly sometimes have the pic <laughs> certain pictures c come up, but also you probably would never recognize me because it's like so long so, ago. And so so airbrushed. <laughs> Not really, because that was like you're uh, famous. It's a, yeah, but uh, unintentionally. Yeah, so you have, you have some funny things. So I've I've learned to just um, if there's ever a model release agreement, <laughs> you can don't you, sign it. Well, and you can talk anybody through what that model release agreement is before they sign it. So that's helpful. There you go. Yeah. To Jack prevent your funny, odd, embarrassing <laughs> photos Jack, appearing that's right. all over the At world. Fast, fast food restaurants. That's right. Wow. Well, this is going to be hard to bring the conversation <laughs> back. I told you. Now I'll bring it back. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Kashmala. Okay. Uh, so, you know, so much has happened in these last few years as LOHS is constantly growing and expanding. I mean, I've seen the LOHS t-shirts and I admit I'm a bit jealous. Um, but as the podcast uniform. We need podcast uniform. Aaron, you've been talking about that for years. I think I think it's time to pull the trigger. This is Aaron, we definitely need some podcast uniform. <laughs> Mr. O, this is a message for you. Aaron, Aaron's hijacking the, the podcast. Go ahead, Kashmala. <laughs> Okay, uh, I'd be very excited to see the podcast t-shirts. Uh, but anyways, um, as the next school year rolls around, where do you see LOHS TV? Um, oh, good question. And, and, and appropriately, so we had a big meeting yesterday and about 45 to 50 LOHS TV members were in the classroom here behind us and, and we just broke the good news to them. But uh, Edmonton Public has green-lighted us, if that's uh, the term, to allow uh, LOHS-TV to collect sponsorship. And, uh, and LOHS-TV is 20 member or 20 subscribers away from monetizing. And I don't know if, if people at home know what monetizing is, but it's when YouTube starts paying uh, the content producer uh, money uh, and... and and you need a thousand subscribers to do that. And, and we're about 20, 20 subscribers away. And once that happens, you know, it's not going to be significant, but it's a, it's a little bit and probably the first uh, high school to monetize a YouTube channel in Canada. And so I broke the good news to them yesterday. And, and with that, I'm, and I told them this brings, brings challenges and a, and a little bit of pressure. Mr. Becky and I talked about this too, but with with that on your shoulders that weight of of you know putting an ad out uh, to represent a company in our community or or whether it's you know a vendor that we use uh, at the school it's a little bit of pressure to say hey we gotta we gotta put this message out correctly we gotta make sure they can hear it and understand it and did their logo stay up long enough and was their website legible on screen and so it creates a little more pressure for us, and and I think I think the students of LOHS TV are are prepared for that. I mean, it's been it's been three years. Some of the people on LOHS TV or students on LOHS TV have been here for for three years now, and and I think they're ready for that. Uh, and beyond that, you know, the goal three years down the road is to have LOHS TV uh, not using you know. Right now, we use money from parent association, and 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 some of it comes off the school budget to to make sure this all happens. But our goal in three years is to just just use the money that we collect from sponsorships. So 
I mean, three years is a long ways away and, and it will take a lot of money. So, um, I mean, that's the point of, of setting that goal is, is something to, something to try and reach for. But that's, that's kind of the goal. That's where we want to get to is, is where it just becomes a sole entity in the school where we're not drawing on that, that school budget and that school budget is going to other spots in the school and, and growing other programs. So mm-hmm. hope, hopefully that will get there. Students were pretty pumped about that. Cheryl, Cheryl was in that meeting. Um, Cheryl, I'll, I'll put you on the spot. Like you have been here on LHS TV for a while now. Is, um, is that something you're going to think back and look back on? I mean, yeah, you know, like, even even looking back from where I am right now, like, I feel like I've already seen so many changes and that, like, I don't really realize because, mm-hmm. like, it's kind of like a slow accumulation of things. But I think it's one thing that I've noticed throughout the years is actually, like, how LOHS TV has, you know, we got everything nailed down. And recently, I think we've been able to have some more fun with it. And mm-hmm. I think that's really nice to, you know... Um, communicate everything in a really fun way and now with the sponsorships and everything right like to to see everything move so quickly and see a lot of people really interested Mm -hmm. in it so much as like and grow so big that you know other businesses would you know want or like we would be sponsored by other businesses Mm -hmm. like i think that's like a really big step forward and not something that i would have envisioned that's right um, in the past so well and i want i want the students to you know, develop skills on, on budgeting, you know, you will, we're going to know how much money we have for the year and we're going to sit down with the executive team of LOHS TV or the lowdown and decide, okay, where do we need to spend this money? And I want, I want you guys uh, as students to put, you know, put that info in or input in into deciding where that money is spent, right? It's not, it's not a Mr. Backy, Mr. O, Mr. Zhang, Mr. Fitzgerald decision. It's, we wanted to come down on on you guys and to really make those decisions and see, hey, did this work last year? Did this work this year? What what do we change mm-hmm. for following years? Things like that. Yeah, hundred percent. And you know, I I I can really appreciate how like you know this whole club has, you know, I think like a lot of students here feel empowered with like you know f- feeling like this isn't just something that you guys come in and like tell us what to do, right? Mm-hmm. This is something that you know we feel like we've also created ourselves, of course, with you know a lot of really great assistance and everything but um yeah just really excited to see where it goes in in the future because so much has happened in these few years i mean i don't even i mean you set that goal for three years who Mm -hmm. knows how much you might just be even further in three Uh, years you really never know that's right um but as our episode comes to an end we want to ask you one final question since we are um, you know, taping a podcast with you guys. We had to bring it back to the podcasts. Um, so we've recorded a number of episodes with many amazing guests and community leaders, but we are curious to know what your favorite episode was. So Mr. Oh. Backy, if you were to recommend an episode to someone, which would it be? Uh, I believe mine was uh, with Miss Wilson from last year. Mm. Um, that was, I think, a very rewarding experience for a lot of reasons mm-hmm. in terms of, um, you know, when I think back when we, like Mr. O and I talked last year about establishing a new vision for the podcast, what we wanted to do, assembling our team. And it was, I think we met, we all met in, in January. And I think we recorded maybe middle of January, end of January and recorded in March. I think it was, if I, if I, yeah. if I remember correctly, but it was not a very long time, you know, and it was like, like how how much we were able to put together in that short time was, mm-hmm. was amazing. 
and also just um, Miss Wilson for me as a friend and colleague, and the importance of her work. And and again, like we have this issue sometimes at at Lillian Osborne where. We have such amazing staff and we lose them because they are needed elsewhere and they're doing bigger things and, and really important things. So her work with, um, you know, anti-racism around around the school district and um, just also knowing that she she knows how to engage with students. She knows how to dialogue. And so I think that um, that soft landing for us was really mm -hmm. important in terms of having a guest who could fill the space and. Um, you know, engage and dialogue with what we were trying to get across. And so um, that I, I, I look fondly back on that one uh, in terms of uh, just everything kind of lining up really perfectly and just that rewarding feeling of like we, we put this together in short order, but it was thanks to all of your preparation and all the hard work that it, it really uh, was, was truly excellent. Yeah. yeah. That, the, like the, back to the logistics of you guys putting on, on the podcast uh, last year and and kind of behind the scenes like a lot of phone calls had to happen a lot of emails had to happen to get to get that podcast put together and to schedule miss wilson in and to make sure we were in the studio that day to record with her and to get because we were doing it on google meet so we had to have the computers ready mm -hmm. like like all those things had to just be perfect and and yeah. and, and to mr Backy's point Miss Wilson might have been the perfect guest for that time, mm -hmm. and, and not only because of you know the environment we were we were in at the time, but um, because it was kind of fresh. The podcast was kind of fresh, and we had a teacher doing it, basically doing the podcast with you, and 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 that really came off in the in the podcast. She really knew how to talk to students, right, and, mm -hmm. and fill that fill that space on the on you know, and to avoid that dead air. But my favorite podcast or episode has to be the rewind from season two. I was going to say, I knew, yeah. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I almost should have guessed for you. Oh, I just kind of love that kind of easy conversation that, that, uh, that was Cheryl and Ishrath hosting and, and Aaron Padbury and Angel Torres were content producers. They, they chimed in on the podcast too. Um, and it was just a cool like review of their favorite, favorite parts of of the season and and i mean there's lots to choose from cheryl you can attest to this they had miss wilson who we just talked about they had mla janice Irwin, which was a big racky pancholi uh mla as well but to get to get people like that to make time for for a little podcast like us uh, a high school like us um and and they got big important jobs and and they made time for you guys and and i thought that episode was cool that you guys could celebrate you know those conversations you had with those important guests right yeah i totally agree i mean you know i look back quite fondly on last season altogether and like the rewind was really mm. nice to reflect because Really, yeah, like so much happened. I mean, like Mr. Backy was talking about the first episode with Miss Wilson. Um, and, you know, that was a pretty, well, that was an entirely new experience for mm -hmm. myself. You know, um, at first we just came in and talked about the podcast. And then like when we came into tape, it was like a pretty nerve wracking experience, of course. But like it was so cool because we came in and I was like was not anticipating the mics and the headphones. <laughs> like I've never done anything like That's that. Right. So it was a, definitely a really fun experience and to be able to talk about something right off the bat that, you know, I was pretty, pa I was passionate about mm -hmm. as well was um, just made it so much better. And then, you know, to have bigger guests on right off the bat was really nice. That's you right. know, we just, 
decided, you know, we might as well ask and we just jumped right into it and it proved to work out. And yeah. here well, we are now. That just goes to tell you, like, you just send out an email and reach out to people in our community and, and sometimes they have time to, to give to you guys. And, and we found out last year that, you know, we didn't get any no's, did we? We, you guys reached out to those and it's hard to say no to a, to a <laughs> student that's eager and motivated to put something on so big. So a uh, testament again to you guys for, you know, showing the motivation and dedication to, to making those contacts and connections and I think that's valuable for our students to hear too, and mm-hmm. to say, holy smokes, Cheryl and Ishrath <laughs> are t- talking to our MLA right now and, and taping a podcast like that's bizarro in Mr. Backy's words, bizarro world, <laughs> quote from Mr. Backy. When did I quote that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, looking back, it's definitely been uh, a really amazing experience with like a lot of very fruitful conversations. That's right. Um, and it's definitely an important skill to learn stakeholder interaction. The podcast is definitely also brought to light students who have like special connections to uh, important uh, guests who could be featured on an episode. Uh, for example, they could have personally known an MLA. It would have been easier to reach out to That's them. That's right. Uh, and that brings our episode to an end. It was very nice to sit down and have a conversation with you both. You are such a huge part of the club and the community, uh, but people don't really have much insight into what goes on behind the scenes, the amount of work that uh, is done just to produce one broadcast. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing to give everyone a bit of a peek into LOHS TV and podcast. Yeah, thank you both for taking the time to speak to us today. And, you know, an even bigger thank you for all that you guys have done for the podcast and LOHS TV. Oh, God, no. Thank you, guys. Uh, it's nice being on this side of the mic sometimes. It's a little little less nerve-wracking. Would you say, Mr. Backy? Oh, I'm having a great time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Yes, I, I, we really do appreciate it. And it is, it, is, it is our honor. Thank you. That's right. Well, that's a wrap on Season 3, Episode 5 of The Lowdown. Well, that brings this episode to an end, and it might just become one of my favorites. You know, you all see LOHS TV on the regular, but it's really nice to know what goes on behind the scenes and all the work that goes into it. Of course, a big thank you to our content producers, Aaron Padbury, Carrie Liu, Chantal Choga, our technical producers, Kevin Xiao, Sandeep Singh, Chantal Choga, and our editor, Rina Liu. And once again, thanks to Sandeep for all the music you've done for the podcast. We talked about this for the whole recording, but a big thank you to the Parent Association for making all of this possible. And another big thank you to Mr. O and Mr. Backy for all their help and for being guests today. That's it for Season 3, Episode 5 of The Lowdown. I'm your host, Cheryl Xue, and just remember, be legendary. Legendary.